I want to start this way. There is an email I wrote. What was email? A barua a yoku internet in 2014. Mumaka oguan kumi bidi kumina gum. May kuminena. May or mwezi gwali guakutano on 27. Genakzomeza bidi musambu. And uh, I wrote it at 119 a.m. And uh, this was one of the emails I was writing as mission reports. And the title was Ethiopia Update. The city of Nazareth. Uh, this was our second trip into Ethiopia. And I usually write those emails whenever I go out. Of that email to you this morning. Greetings from the land of Sheba. Yodit. Yodit. Paul and I traveled to the city of Nazareth on Saturday evening. We had one question in our mind. Could something good come? Could something good really come out of Nazareth? Now I will pause a bit and remind you to those who do not remember that I uh, at uh, this time by this time I had had a dream about uh, us going to a certain uh, city. At a, there was a university. And we were at around a, around a coffee place. And we were ministering to a group of young people. Introducing the message to them. And uh, I did not know where that place was. But uh, we were with Sister Yodit, who was one of the first believers. And so Sister Yodit, um, uh, she tried to tell us a few universities that she knew of in the country. Uh, she mentioned several. Uh, University. Uh, I don't remember the others that she mentioned. And so I, uh, I, I, nothing clicked in my heart as she was mentioning the names of these universities. But then she mentioned one university. She said, I hope you're listening. She said Adama University. University. Not Adama. 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 Adama University. When she said Adama. It sounded a bit Jewish to me. And I felt I picked interest. And I remembered 
you know, I asked, I said, what does Adama mean? Uh, she said, uh, it means Nazareth. So I told her we are going. Today. And that same evening, we uh, booked our bus tickets. The reason why I failed to go to Nazareth was because Jesus was born in Nazareth. But the people were despising Nazareth. The extent that some asked a question. Can something good come out of Nazareth? I want to ask you a question. Did something good come out of Nazareth? Right? Our Lord Jesus came from Nazareth. And here I am writing this email now. I wanted you to have that background. Paul and I traveled to the city of Nazareth on Saturday evening. We had one question in our mind. Could something good really come out of Nazareth? We went to a university called Adama University. But we were not allowed to enter the campus because there was the political situation that because of the political situation that was in the area. We met and witnessed to a few people, but it wasn't long until we had to switch to the night until we had to switch to the night of rest. At night. I had a dream in which we were witnessing to many university students. This is now in Adama. The Lord was trying to plan things and I did not even have an idea. So I narrated the dream to my brethren. So we went onto the streets on Sunday morning. And Sister Yodit suggested we sit around a certain coffee place. As a bait to meet and interact with the students since the restaurant was just closed by the campus ground. Was closed by the, to the campus ground. So I continue to write. The story is very long. But the little I can testify is we really had a wonderful time witnessing to the fresh fish from the waters of Adama University. University Many had and several believe. And I say, Hallelujah. One brother, a baby. 
A young man, 21 years old, was baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Brother Bebe got a very good revelation of the word. I will write more about him in the next mail. Now there are many things I told, like I wrote in this email, I said that the story is very long. But you know, I realized when the apostles wrote the epistles, they did not write every little detail. They wrote the major things. But there were many things that happened behind. And so as I read this, I realized, oh, there is much I left. Brother Bebe came and he uh, had the word there was a group of young people but for him he told me he asked me a few questions which after I had answered by the word he told me can you wait for me for just uh, like 30 minutes can you wait here I said sure so he rushed to the university cemetery he, he went running because it was quite a distance and he came back with his baptism clothes. And he said, I need to be baptized. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. And that brother turned out to be a translator of the message of the hour. Hallelujah. Amen. And that brother is here right now. <laughs> All the way from Ethiopia. Come up, brother Bebe and greet the church. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Brother Bebe has graduated from Adaba University. He graduated about six years ago. Six years ago, uh, with a bachelor's in geomatic engineering. But he is also a translator of the message. I'd like him to preach. So bless My name is Abebe. My name is Abebe. And my father's name is Taera. And uh, yeah, I am from Ethiopia. Ethiopia. And uh, greetings from Ethiopia. And uh, uh, I've many things to say, but uh, and God bless you. Since he has many things to say, maybe we shall give him a service to say it all. One of the one of these days. I have traveled. Uh, brother, brother Abebe is from the western part of Ethiopia. Uh, it's generally called Wolega. 
And so I've traveled with him all that area. His father got baptized. His, his mother got baptized. They received the Holy Ghost on the waters in the waters of baptism. And uh, his brother, his sister, almost all his family are believers of this message. And uh, oh, it's a long story. I won't go into all that. But, but we've traveled in all that region. And we drove all the way with Ephraim also to uh, Ben Shangulgumus, which is near Sudan. And, uh, with Brother Bebe. Uh, those regions is quite far from Addis. It's about six, I think we drove about 16 hours. Yes. So, but uh, Brother Bebe would interpret and sometimes he would catch fire and begin to, 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 to preach. I want to say, I believe the Lord will use this brother in a mighty way in the country of Ethiopia. Hallelujah. Amen. And so Brother Bebe has for now moved here and we shall live with him for as long as the Lord will permit. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, Brother Abebe got, uh, it was at that, that same place where also Brother Moges believed. And uh, Brother Moges is currently the pastor of the church in Addis. And uh, I, I think Brother Bebe was baptized even before Brother Morgan. Yes. Uh, so I am really, uh, have, I have, I'm having a lot of anticipation for the future. Praise the name of the Lord. I want to welcome all our visitors. I, I had several who said they have come to give their life to Jesus. Where they? Can you raise your hand? Oh, yeah. Please welcome them. Welcome. Yeah. Three people. And we shall do that after the preaching of the word. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Before we go to the preaching of the word this morning, I would like to give you how many would like to hear an update regarding our church land contribution. How many again would like to hear? Okay. How many would not like to hear? Okay. I have only about uh, a few names here. Brother Peter Mlonde. I've actually not seen him. Um, uh, then also some contributions from the offering bag. That is a, a sister Lisa. What was sister Lisa? This sister was watching our our services. And she doesn't have much. But she told me, I, I want to contribute something small. Uh, I said, God bless you. And uh, then also some from the DVP project. That is the Days of the West Publications project. 
days of the voice and you know, get office you like i said there are some people contributing towards uh, us to, to build our offices but since our need right now is to have the land we are putting all that on the on this project how many remember our target for apple how many remember our target for oh, So you people are not really moving with the vision. Please, I need to see those who are really moving with the vision. Like okay, I see a few brothers, a sister. Yeah, only one sister, only sister. one sister. Is there another sister? Yes, okay. <laughs> All right, sisters, tell us how many sisters Fifteen million. All right, that was our um, target for, for the month of April. And uh, I want to announce to you today that by God's grace we have hit our target. Hallelujah. We are moving on. We have actually even passed our target. Because as of today, we have 16 million. 585,700. And so I want to give you a new target. By end of May, I want us to have 20 million and above. Now, why do I put this target? So that those of you who have not fulfilled your pledges may remember to fulfill your pledges. And really, you should be ashamed if you are a member here and you do not contribute something. However small it is, contribute something. Daily, weekly, do something. Whatever you do will go a long way to, to, to accomplish the goal. Amen. So really do something. Don't sit back and relax. Some, they just wait to get a lump sum. Then they will give. You will never give. Give when you have little. This is a noble project. We are not contributing for the pastor's car. Or for the pastor's house. Or for his children's school fees. Some churches do that. I have nothing against it. But I don't think we are about to do it in this church. I believe we should contribute towards the work of the Lord. Towards mission work. And you know there is no way we can go out and do mission work without having a backbone at home. This is not for me. It is for us as a fellowship, as a church. Uh, many of you families have children. We need a place for them to fellowship. Have Sunday school services. 
and uh, that I also have something to talk about that may be in the coming days. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So those of you who have become cold, who have forgotten your pledges, remember you pledged unto the Lord. So fulfill your pledges. However small they be. I'd like us to stand. Brother, Brother Marvin, give me that song. I'd like, there's a sister that came, I think uh, she said, her name, uh, brother, what's your name, sister? Uh, yes, Sister Juliet. Oh, this is our sec second Juliet. Uh, Sister Juliet, uh, I think Brother Ma Martin, you misunderstood. She's previously been a believer of the message. And her pastor actually is the one who forwarded her contact to me. His name is Pastor Joseph from uh, Chegegua. So sister, you are welcome. Sister, uh, the meeting will be a blessing to you. I want, I, I want to sing. I want to sing. Victory is mine. So if you can stand and grab your hands, Amen. And I'm also happy to announce that Isaac is back. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, we had a good time here on Wednesday. And I believe the Lord is interested in each of us. I know it is cold today. People's voices are cold. So try to uh, try to step up your your sound and uh, clap your hands, dance around, and have no shame for worshiping the Lord. Amen. I think we, sing with, we begin with the victory is mine. Brother Sham, do you have a key Victory is mine. Oh, victory is mine. Oh, victory today is mine. Oh, I taught Satan to get the behind. Oh, victory today is mine. Sing it one more time.
I believe there are many who need victory today. I need victory today. Let us pray. We are insufficient without you. We are desperate without you. We need 
every part of our being Lord. there are some who have come here they are sick they are sick in their heart and they need a savior some need to break out of things Others need your time. My, my desire for this service is that you give us your presence. And you will speak to us. Now, if you have come before the Lord this morning, while we all close our eyes, and you need something. The Lord. I want you to be really sincere. And I want you to approach him this morning with full assurance that you don't even need to wait after the end of the service. During the preaching of the word, God can grant your desire. And the Bible says, Ask and ye shall receive. If I have believers here, I want you to join me. As we all ask the Lord to grant the people's heart's desire. Just open your mouth and lift up your mind. And begin to ask Him. Begin to ask him. When we are in his presence, yokes are broken. There is nothing that can stand before our God. Sickness cannot. Curses cannot. Nothing can. Unbelief cannot. He's the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And He is here this morning. If you need Him, all you have to do is to ask. And you will receive. Ask. The Bible says you do not receive because you don't ask. But I'm giving you an opportunity. While we are in His presence, you ask. What do you want him to do for you in the service? What is your expectation? Ask. If only you can ask him. Just put, take what is in your heart and put it on your lips. And ask him. Tell him, Lord, I need you. I need your touch. I need your deliverance. I need your healing. I need your provision. I need this. I need that. He is here today to grant all our hearts desire. Father, we believe it without a doubt. You are granting our hearts desire. And I ask that you will come and take over this service. The meeting that is here, Lord. Father, put every spirit under the control of the Holy Spirit. 
And Lord, may you come with full authority and full assurance and full dominion to put every spirit under subjection of your Holy Spirit to put every unbelief under subjection of your word. Let your word come forth with such liberty that it will deliver the bound that it will set free the captive. Every spirit be under subjection of the spirit of the living God. Father, that's what we desire. We believe for that Lord. We claim that Lord Jesus. May you grant it to us in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We are reading in the book of Genesis, chapter 25. Genesis 25 and we will read verse 29 to 34. Everybody there? If you are there, say amen. And Jacob sowed pottage, and Esau came from the field, and he was faint. And Esau said to Jacob, I think, can we do verse by verse? Amen. All right. Jacob na fumba omugoyo. Esau na ingira ngavude monsiko ngakoye ngatalina mani. Hmm. Jacob had his pottage. And Esau came. From the field. And he was faint. And Esau said to Jacob. Feed me. I pray thee. With that same red pottage. Mama. Oh my God. Give me a bit of that pottage. For I am faint. Therefore was his name called Edom. And Jacob said. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Not just give you my body. Sell me this day. Thy birthright. You want pottage? Sell me your birthright. And then you can have it. And Esau was angry. Very angry. And the pottage was looking beautiful, red and nice. So Esau said, Behold, I am at the point to die. So, what profit shall this birthright do to me? Take your birthright. Take my birthright. Just give me pottage. And Jacob said, Swear to me this day. And Esau was like, I swear, I swear. 
I swear unto him. And he swear unto him. And he sold his birthright. That very moment, he sold his birthright unto Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and potatoes of lentils. And he did eat and drink. And rose up. I'm feeling better. And he went his way. Thus, Esau despised his birthright. May God help us not to despise our birthright because of the things we need now. And today I'm speaking to you on the birthright. The blessing of God. You may have your seats. And I am requesting for your undivided attention. I'm glad to see you, Emmanuel. Emmanuel, I met Emmanuel one, one, I think about a year ago when I was coming from Brother Martin's house. Emmanuel, so, each of you that is here this morning, I need your undivided attention. Let us see what the Holy Spirit will speak to us. How many are expecting something from the Lord? Alright, so I want you to have faith and um, receive something when he gives it to you. This I am happy to see you, brother. Uh, I am Yes, brother Ronald. Brother Ronald um, is one of the people that wants to give their life to Jesus. I have time with him at my home. I, I told you of him. And he needs prayer. So brother Ronald, while I was uh, preparing myself, today, I was thinking of you. And so I believe that the Lord will speak to you. I want you to be very attentive. Amen. Mina. Brother Enoch's wife, you are welcome. Amen. Amen. The birthright. The birthright. Turn to your neighbor and tell them the birthright. You are not telling your neighbor. The birthright. You want to do that one more time? The birthright. That's what we are speaking about. And so Jacob came. And Jacob was a very wise man. And Jacob cooked his pottage. It was nice, beautiful, and hot. And it was a pottage of lentils. 
And uh, I want to tell you that this pottage of lentils represents all the things that we think we want in this world. It represents the things that you think if you don't have it, you will die. You think that you need it and you need it immediately. If you can't have it now, you are dead. And many of us, many times in this journey of our lives, we proceed to desire to receive this potter instead of keeping our birthright. This man Esau, as we are going to see today in many scriptures, he was a man who had the birthright because he was the firstborn. And firstborn was the one that had the birthright. And, uh, but Esau did not know the value of what he had. Because he did not have what others had. And many times we compare ourselves with people. And we compare ourselves with them and say we are not successful. Because they don't because I don't dress like them. I am I am I, I, I am I am cast. Because I am not driving. Because I'm not dressed like them. Because I don't have a house like them. Because I don't have money like them. I am under a curse. And many times we do not see and we do not understand what the cross has done for us. I am laboring today and today I may go a little bit longer than usual I, because I have many scriptures I want to read it's already 12 so I pray that you just be patient how many will do that and let's see what the Holy Spirit will have for us. but here's what I want to say that many times we as believers let me tell you there is only one special group of people in this world and that is the Christian those who have received Jesus Christ as their savior and they have been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus they are the only special category they are the only ones who cannot be cursed. They are the only ones who cannot go to hell. They are the only ones who have a special birthright blessing. But many times, we do not tend to see the value of the blessing that we have. And we give it up for a pottage of lentils. And here we have our example. And his name is Esau. Now we are going to go through that scripture in the end. But for now, I would like us to look at this birthright. What is the birthright? Now the birthright is something that the firstborn had. So go with me to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 21 verse 15. 
Esura ya biri mwemo olinyiriri olwe 15. Brother Marvin will give it to me on the screen. Olugana Marvin olinyirumpe. If a man have two wives, Omusajja bwabana abakazi babiri. One beloved and another hated. And they have born him children. Both the beloved and the hated. And if the firstborn son be hers that was hated. Then it shall be. When he maketh his sons to inherit that which he has, that he may not make the son of the beloved firstborn before the son of the hated. You need to read that out of your Luganda Bible because that was not a, a correct translation. I'll read verse 16 again. Then it shall be when he maketh his sons to inherit that which he has, that he may not make the first the son of the beloved firstborn before the son of the hated, which is indeed the firstborn. Read verse 16. Omusajja bwabanga n'abakazi babiri omunga muganzi omulalanga muchawe eranga bombi bamuzalira abana omuganzi no muchawe era omwana wobulenzo omuberyeberye bwabanga omuchawe awo olunatukanga kuluna kulwali sisa abana be ebyo byalina tafulanga mwana wa muganzi okuba omuberyeberye Omwana womuchawe ye muberyeberye ngachali mulam Okay Hallelujah Hallelujah But he shall acknowledge the son of the hated of, for the firstborn by giving him a double portion of all that he has for he is the beginning of his strength and the right of his and the right of the firstborn is his Na ye anakirizanga omuberyeberye Omwana womuchawe ngamuwa emigabo ebiri kwebyo byonna byalina kubanga oyo kwe kusoka kwa manyike ebyo muberyeberye bibye hallelujah hallelujah now i know we will go a bit slow in the beginning because i want to teach something very tugenda tambula mpola mpola ngatandika Okay. But I don't want you to be in Polampola. All right. So now, listen to me, church. Here the Bible gives an example. Actually, I, I want to call this the, the law of the birthright. The law of the birthright. And here is a man with two wives. He has a woman he loves. And a woman he hates. Of course, we know that whoever in all the polygamous families, you find something like that. You know, there is a favorite wife and the that one who is not a favorite. How many grew from a polygamous family? Raise up your hand. Don't be ashamed of it. Yes. Now. 
Those of you who know, you know that very well. So is that correct? You know, he will always have the favorite. And the one who is not the favorite. But now the birthright law says if the firstborn child came from the wife that was not the favorite. And then he has another child with this one. The birthright still remains with the one, the child, the child of the hated one. The man himself, the father himself, he had no right to give the birthright to another child. The birthright is a law of God. And the birthright goes to the firstborn. Are you following me so far? So now that was the law. according to the law, then it would continue to say, now he would also give the firstborn a double portion of all that he has. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. There's a brother coming from Rwanda, so I need you to see if this is the one who just helped him give the directions. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Church, I want you to follow me closely. He says that. A double portion. Of course, everybody gets a, a portion, his portion from the father. But now, when it comes to the firstborn, the firstborn always received a double portion. Because the firstborn was the one remaining instead of his father when his father is dead. So the firstborn needed to have a little more than his brothers and sisters. In 2 Chronicles 213 he continues to say this. And their father gave them gifts of silver and of gold and of precious things. With first cities in Judah. But the kingdom gave he to Jehoram. Because he was the firstborn. So now what do we see? That the birthright belonged to the firstborn son, number one. Regardless of who he was. He had the birthright. Are you following me, Charles? To him was allowed another portion of all the paternal inheritance. Now, the firstborn inherited also, as we have seen, the judicial authority of his father. Like we have seen here, the father I, I, I think it was Jeroboam. He gave Jehoram uh, the kingdom. Why? Because he was the first one. The others can receive cities. They can receive good things. They can receive gold. They can receive precious things. They can receive silver. The first one. Amen. The kingdom was his. He was the one that received the judicial authority of his father. Also, the first one receives the 
spiritual authority. Amen. Amen. Why? Uh, you know, he was the one to become the priest. As we will find out later that uh, Reuben was the firstborn child of the children of Jacob. And he was supposed, the priesthood was supposed to be from him. But he didn't have it. But let me not go ahead of myself. Just How men are following. I know sometimes when we have to go deep and study the Bible, some people go off. So I, wanted to, I wanted to keep your thoughts together and learn with me slowly. Now let me first read this quote for you. We, as the children of God, we are actually firstborn. Now, the prophet says, but now, to place, you are the firstborn into the kingdom of God by the Holy Spirit. How many knows that? We are firstborn into the kingdom by the Holy Ghost. Now remember that we have read in Revelation and Zechariah, both come right after the tribulation. Hmm. The church of the firstborn does not go through the tribulation. There are coming times when there will be a tribulation on earth. Where the beast will control the world. There will be a one world order. Anybody who does not have the mark on their forehead or in their right hand, they will be persecuted to their death. And there will be a new system in the world. There will be uh, a new world order. You know, new world financial system. New world religion, spiritual system. New world political system. It will be a new world order. If you don't believe me, don't believe what I'm telling you. You will be here to say it. But it will not be a good time for you. Why? Because wherever he has the word of God, and he does not go to the rapture, it will be a very sad day for them. It will even be worse. Because they had and they never believed. The tribulation is coming. And today, even today, as being there are many preachers preaching a kind of gospel which is preparing people for the tribulation. What is that kind of gospel? The gospel that makes them feel comfortable in the world. The gospel that tells them if they prosper and get riches, it means they are blessed. 
And if they are not doing so well, they are under a curse. And almost every service, they be breaking curses. A person goes from church to church to church to church. Because they are looking for a man with some more anointing. Make more curses from there. This is because they have no understanding. That there is another that, that group of people are actually being prepared to go through the tribulation. But listen, church. True church, the true bride of Christ, will not go through the tribulation. The true bride of Christ is going to go in the rapture. The Bible says that when the trumpet of the Lord shall sound, then the dead in Christ shall rise. This is going to happen. I believe it. It has happened before. On Easter morning, all those who had died before, when Jesus was going to rise from the dead, they rose with him. And the Bible says, many saw them on the streets of Jerusalem for the day. This is a reality. It is not just stories. It has happened before. It is going to happen again. Because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The Bible says, it is he that was, he that is, and he that is to come. So the, the resurrection is not a story. Don't hear it as a story. It's going to happen. The Bible says the dead in Christ, they will rise first. What about us? Hallelujah. Amen. Then we which are alive and remain here on earth, but also in Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. What will happen to us? Rather there is something going to happen to us. The Bible says our bodies will change. We shall drop this mortal and we shall be clothed with immortality. Hallelujah. Amen. Why do you think we get excited when we hear the word? Because our inner man is calling for that supernatural body. It's not a fleshy excitement. It is your soul on the inside of you that is responding to the true word. As your body eats the, uh, the food, your soul eats and when the trumpet of the Lord shall sound, I don't care where I will be. I may be in the grave. Graves will not hold me. Hallelujah. Amen. I may be a poor man. I can no longer be in poverty. I may be rich. My riches will not go with me. Because there will be a greater riches. Which will be the body. That I will be given. 
Bible says, the dead in Christ shall rise far. Then we which are alive and remain shall be counter. Shall be counter. Hallelujah. Amen. One person was telling me that all the rapture will be like, I would see you going. Don't think it will be like that. It will not be a physical experience. It will be a spiritual experience. Let me ask you a question. How can a dead man more than 100 years be seen walking on the streets of Jerusalem? Hallelujah. There was another body. And this body can go through walls. This body cannot sin. This body amen, cannot desire the things of the world. That body is there. The Bible says when our bodies are dissolved, there is another one waiting. There is another body waiting. All children of God, all believers, have another body waiting. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. I cannot wait to walk into that body. Hallelujah. Amen. I am just dropped in here. And my soul is dropped in this part of the world. But one day, I'm going to walk out of here. And I'm going to walk into my real body. The body which cannot die. The body that Jesus had. When he went, he went out of the grave. When Jesus walked out of the grave, the body he had was not different. It, it could appear and disappear. You are just there. And you can touch him. And then you are still there. That body is what we are going to have. It's a promise. And then, when we meet with them, we shall be the same. And then together, the Bible says, we shall go to meet our Lord Jesus in the air. That is what we call the rapture. Not everyone is going in the rapture. But the message we preach here is an anti-message. Which is preached in many places in the world. It's the only truth in our generation preparing people for the rapture for the coming of the Lord for the change of our bodies why? because this message does not only feed the flesh and spirit but this message feeds our souls hallelujah praise the name of the Lord and I will see that the bride, the church of the firstborn, the firstborn child, will not go through the tribulation. Hallelujah. Amen. But there will be one that will go through the tribulation. But I'm glad I'm one of them going in the rapture. I am one of them. I am one of them. 
I'm so glad that I can say I'm one of them. Aren't you glad? I'm so now we are the church of the firstborn. We are the kings and the priests of God. Do you see? Because we have rights. Oh, oh, oh. A firstborn son had rights. They became the priests. They had rights to priesthood. They had rights to, uh, to, to, to the kingdom. The we are kings and priests of the Lord. Why? Because we are the church of the firstborn. The physical and spiritual blessing of our fathers Follows us. All our life. Let me tell you, church. Are you hearing me today? If you have you have believed Jesus Christ as your Savior and you are baptized in much water in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you have been filled with the Holy Ghost. From that Day, from that day the blessing of the Lord has to follow you why because you are the firstborn and, and the birthright has a blessing that follows it wherever you go the blessing follows if you lose the birthright you lose the blessing also Esau he thought he would play around with his birthright. He told Jacob, My brother, you don't know what I'm going through. I am dying. If you don't give me this footage of lentils, I am finished. My brother, please. In Ethiopia, we would say, Eba kebake. Eba kebake. Eba kebake. Eba kebake. In Oromia, they say what, brother? Moromio, but you get a batia. Malo, malo. That one sounds better. Malo, malo. Malo, malo. Malo, malo. Malo, malo. Malo, malo. Bambi Muganda wange. Bambi nyamba. Please help me. There are people who have a degree in begging and yes. in pleading. Uh, he can plead and you feel touched. And the others. But then they have a degree in begging. When they beg from you. You feel heaven is going to come down. All your heart is caught. And it touches you. And you have to give them. Now that anointing, that anointing is not the anointing of those with the birthright. Sima hey. Our birthright has an anointing on it. It's not a begging anointing. Sima 
It is a giving anointing. For the Bible says, you shall not be tails. You will behave that you will not beg, but you will give. Why? Because we have an anointing as the sons having the bath right. The Bible says, beloved, now are we the sons of God. It may not appear now. But we shall be. But when he appears. We shall be like him. So brethren. Some of you are believers. Hallelujah. And you have received uh, this message. You have been baptized. And you have received the Holy Ghost. I have news for you. I have good news for you. Hallelujah. There is a blessing following you. Wherever you go, it follows you. It, it will get a hold of you. I told you it is the mercy of the Lord. You cannot fall. You cannot backslide. You cannot fail. Why? Because there is a blessing following your life. As long as you have your birth. The blessing will follow. But the problem is many people give up their birthright by looking at the things that are in the world. They don't see the future. They see the current. If you are here today, I am preaching to you. Don't see what you are going through now. You don't even, you barely have money for transport to church. You barely have your school fees. You barely can feed your family. You can't even take care of yourself very well. Others are giving thousands and others millions to the work of God. You can't even afford 10,000. Don't feel sorry for yourself. That's the message I have for you today. I don't want you to see now. See the future. See what God is going to do. Believe the power of a bathroom. Believe the blessing that follows a bathroom. Oh, if only Esau knew. And he told his brother. My brother. You don't know. I'm just dying. Oh, look at that red pottage. All the saliva was pouring. Oh, I can barely even think. Oh, no, no, Look at that red pottage. Look Look at how she dressed. And look at me. I must buy that dress. I must. No matter what I do. I will do anything. Even to get better one. 
Can you imagine? The other, the other children. We are agements. Can look at them. They have gone ahead of me. I must do something. I must do something. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They begin becoming anxious. That's why young people make many bad decisions. They make many wrong choices. Because they compare themselves with others. And they don't know what they have. They don't know the potential of the birth that they have since they received Christ. If only Esau knew. He was the first one to be and he had a birthright. A birthright was not something you can easily show. It wasn't a paper of education. It wasn't a transcript. It wasn't a certificate. It was no degree. It wasn't a diploma. It wasn't something man can give. A birthright is not something a man can give. And therefore, a blessing follows the birthright. Now tell me. Is there any man who can give that blessing? Why do people struggle going to which doctors? Why do they struggle to go to the so-called anointed men of God? Anointed. So that they can give them the blessing. The moment you find yourself in that situation. Oh brother, you are selling your birthright. There is no man who could give you the blessing of God. The blessing of God only comes with the birthright. Where the birthright is, the blessing is. Where the birthright goes, the blessing goes. It is inseparable. You cannot separate. And here was Esau. He had the birthright. He had the blessing. But he did not know. The Bible says he did not cherish. He says that he despised the birthright. It's not something I can show. Just something I confess. Let me just confess. Let me just speak. There is power in a tongue. When you speak, you create. The tongue literally connects you to covenant. If you make, you use your tongue in a wrong way. You enter wrong covenant. And when you enter wrong covenant, you sell your birthright unknowingly. This man, the only thing he needed to do to get the pottage of lentils was to say, 
My birthright. I've given it to you. Just that. So, Jacob said, not just like that. Use your tongue and swear to me. Make a covenant. Only that. I must have this. I must have it now. Look at it. Look at it. It's just looking so beautiful. I must have this. What is yours? Some of you is money. When you see money, <laughs> it touches your heart. Oh, I must have it. Money. They give you. If you take it out. Brother, are you sick? No. You have a problem? No. If you want to know their problem, pick out money. What is happening? These things are in the world. That's why people rob. That's why they break houses. Imagine a thief. When he breaks a house, he enters and doesn't find money. He may kill you. But if he finds money, you may stand a chance to survive. Okay. Do you know how to count it? Yeah. Let's go. Why? You have money. And with Jacob, it was a portrait of lentils. Whether money, house, the things of the world, girlfriends, boyfriends, it's all portage of lentils. There's nothing can be compared with the bathroom. But Jacob gave it up. Brother Esau. He told his brother, swearing. When I swear, you will give me. Yes, I'll give you. You mean it? Yes, I mean it. Okay, I swear. I've given you my bathroom. Jacob simply, quietly, says, all right, you can take the portage. As a matter of fact, you can have more bread. Eat. Eat. Listen, I'm going to tell you something here now. This is what the Pentecostal movement has given the believers. And they stole their bathroom. What is food? Miracles is food for children. Come here. Come and see the miracle. Come and see a powerful man of God. Come and see this. You are going to be healed. You are going to receive this. You are going to get a visa. You are going to America. You are going to get this. Really? Yes. Okay. I'm ready. Are you ready for anything? 
anything but anything man of God. Whatever you say, I will do. As long as it is true, I'm going to get Yes, you will get it. Alright. Now, you only need to speak and give me your commitment. Give me your commitment. And you will have everything. Give me your seat. Give your seed. Everything you have. Why? What? Where do you find that in the scripture? A man of God asking for a seed. To bless you. As a matter of fact, I find Elisha. Elisha healed Naman. And Naman brought many things and Elisha said no I will not have it and Gehaz who was serving Elisha he went after it this man of God how can he let all this gold all these clothes no the man of God was not designing correctly. And he followed the man. And when he followed him, he reached there. And he told lies. He said, man of God, the, the, the captain, man of God, the man of God has sent me. He's told me that please park this, 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 this. So I can take. He had a, you know, as you understand, he was fearing to take. But he has sent me. See, these are the many prophets we have today. The many so-called servants of God who are preaching without a mandate. Who are saying God said that when they are doing it out of the desires of their own people. The Bible says their God is their belly. And that's why they ask for seed. And I'm speaking to you, church, today. Whenever you and wherever you will ever go. If any preacher asks you money to pray for you or to bless you, he is a false prophet. I don't care how many people are following him. I don't care how much anointing he claims to have. He is a false prophet and is under a curse. Why do I say that? When Gehaz reached, he hid the things in his house. And then he came out. Hallelujah. 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 Then, Elisha came. He said, Gehaz, are you okay? You are in the spirit. Yes. Yeah. Oh, just pray. Say, Gears. Didn't my eyes go with you? Did I not see you? What? Man of God. Uh, you know, I'm just prayer. I'm in prayer and fasting. I don't know what you're talking about. Hallelujah. Then the man of God told him, 
because you have done this. Now let the uh, what is it? The, let the leprosy that was on that man let it be on you. And in that very minute, the man became cursed. And he became a leper. In that moment. All these prophets claiming God sent them. And God did not send them to collect They are cursed. And what do we do as children of God? We don't need to go to them to find a blessing. Because the blessing is where we are. Where is the blessing? The blessing is in Christ. The blessing is in the world. When you believe Jesus Christ, Christ. You are already blessed. No curse can come on your life anymore. Hallelujah. Amen. If they tell you you are cursed, you will tell them I am not. But you are. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes. When we speak things like this, it seems as if we're attacking somebody. But yes, I'm attacking somebody. I'm attacking the devil. And I'm telling you your position as a Catholic. Hallelujah. Amen. Do I have believers here? That's why those of you who have not yet been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, even if you were baptized before, if it was not in that name, you need to go back again in the water. Why? Because this puts you in a new covenant. It connects you with the birthright. And Esau gave up his birthright. And he said he's died. Later on, after he has given his birthright, he comes, oh brother, I'm happy to see you. He comes to collect his blessing. Can you imagine? He gave up his birthright and he thought he would collect the blessing of the birthright. And so he came back after hunting getting tired like the other time. <laughs> Daddy, Daddy. Oh. Okay. let me first get a minute. Daddy, Tata, I am ready. Bless me now. And his father said, What are you talking about? Bless me, father. I am Esau. I am your firstborn. I have come to collect that which belongs to me. The blessing of the bastard. <laughs> My son, I have no more blessings to give you. Father, don't you even have a little left? 
Tolina ya dekosiga za katono. Just a little. Kala katidi. For sure. Mazima. I'm sorry I have nothing left for you. Your brother was here and he collected everything. Let me tell you brother sister. When you come to the Lord Jesus Christ. And you believe on him. And you make confession. And you are baptized in his name. And you are connected to that covenant. Of the rights. You have collected all the blessings in heaven. All the blessings in heaven. That's why in this church we do not preach prosperity gospel. Do we need to? Let me ask you a question. Did Jacob after he collected the birthright did he need anyone to give him a blessing? He had it. Even ne. when he went to his father, his father tried to find out. The hands. Father, please just go ahead. The father did not hesitate. He gave him everything. And from that moment on, you remember how Jacob went to Laban? He wasn't even converted yet. He didn't have the Holy Ghost yet. But still, he was a blessed man. The blessing was following him. He never became a poor man. When he came from Laban, normally, firstborns inherit uh, the riches of their fathers. But because Jacob was out of the father's compound, he did not inherit those riches. But yet again, Jacob had the blessing that where he went, he still prospered. Why? Because he had the bathroom. Let me tell you, child of God, wherever you go, whatever you do, as long as you are in Christ, you are blessed. I said you are blessed. I said you are blessed. I am blessed as long as I am in Christ. I don't need a man to give me a I don't need a prophet to give me a blessing. There is no man who can give me that blessing. There is no man who can connect me to prosperity. I am prosperity. I am rich. Why? Because I have this blessing. The Bible says the blessing of God it makes rich. Did you hear that? Mm -hmm. The blessing of God. Say somebody. Tell him the blessing of God. It makes rich. Tell them it makes rich. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And there is more. And he has no sorrow on it. Hallelujah. Amen. As long as I am walking in the in the in the in the, the bathroom, 
I'm walking in power. I'm walking in authority. I am walking in riches. I am walking in prosperity. I am a son of prosperity. Why? Because I am in Christ. Because I am in Christ. Christ is my portion. Christ is my everything. He is my father. He is my mother. He is my riches. He is my brother. He is my children. Even if you are barren, he can give you a child. Even if you are poor, he can make you rich. The problem is people don't value the bathroom. I go to church. I look like a fool. Sit down. One man begin to shout at me. Sometimes he can even come and stop me. What kind of foolishness is that? They despise the bathroom. How can I go there sit? Because pray now. A very big adult. Mucus coming down. That kind of foolishness. They despise the bathroom. How will they see me? An adult like me. Having a Bible and walking on the street. Oh, that is all fashion. <laughs> they despise the bastard. I am 25 and above. How can I be there without a girlfriend? Excuse me. You are despising the birthright. But let me tell you, there are people and they are everywhere. I said almost everywhere who do not despise the bathroom. Hallelujah. Amen. Let the world go where they want to go. I will follow Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. When they do that, I will despise it. And I will only look unto the Lord from whence my help comes. My help comes from the Lord. In the source of my blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you know what Jesus did on the cross? Do you know what he did? I will tell you what he did. He broke. The curse of sin. And he says, It is finished. Now, to those that are in Christ, there is no more curses. The Bible even says, The Bible even says, There is no witchcraft in Israel. In Hallelujah. Amen. I cannot even be cursed. I cannot be under a curse. There is no curses to break. Jesus has broken them on the cross. I am a free man. And let me tell you, if you are not yet in Christ, you are surely cursed. I will tell you this also. Some of you may have sold your birthright without knowing. But I will tell you the solution. The only thing you need to do is to come back in Christ. How do you do that? The power is in your tongue. You confess with your mouth the word of salvation. Just say from today, I believe Jesus as my Savior. From today, I will no longer follow the world. 
When you confess that, when you speak that, no it's a spiritual covenant happening between you and Christ. And the devil doesn't like it. But once that happens, the blessing of the Lord is done. And the Bible says, repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And you shall receive the birthright. Hey, Hallelujah. Amen. And you shall receive the birthright. You shall receive the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is our birthright. The word of God is our birthright. The blood of Jesus is our faith. There is no demons. There is no power. That that blood cannot break. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, the Bible says this. But God Katona. has given him a name I'm what above every name. Every the name of Jesus. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus yes. is Lord. Yes. Do you know who our Lord is? Somebody you bow to. Which means every spirit, every demon, every power, every curse has to bow in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Normally by now I would finish. But give me a few more minutes. Hallelujah. So the physical and spiritual blessing of our father follows us. It simply follows us. It simply follows us. Even if you have done many sins, it does not matter. Because this blood of our Father washes us white as and these blessings follow us all of our life. So, now, when we are in Christ, we have been baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire. And then, the devil wants to take our birthright. You can't. Did you hear me? You can't. The only way he can is if you or I willingly sell our birthright. That's the only chance he has. Will you sell your birthright? Now the devil is in trouble. The devil, all his seed, cannot forcefully take away our birthright. It is ours by law. Praise the Lord. Amen. It is ours by law. We are the legal heirs of all our father's estates. Father, If I am you. I'm going to tell the devil tonight. Devil, give what belongs to.
to me if he has stolen something and he has stolen your birthright tell him devil give me what belongs to me Hallelujah. Amen. Let me tell you some of us. We need to become fanatics. Sometimes the devil needs a very good shot. We are very cool on him sometimes. And we are very calm. And we give him what he wants. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes you need to get out of your or, or, or get out of yourself. Yes. Mm. If you remember that this spirit which was moving in this girl and was always follow, following God, you are the servant of God. Paul would look at you. He would leave it. And these people were making money out of it. And the spirit of divination in that woman followed Paul for a long time. Paul got fed up. He said, Enough is enough. He turned to this guy and he told her, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. Get out! And the girl was delivered. And the devil was mad. Sometimes you need to get out of yourself. You tell the devil, enough is enough. I need what belongs to me. I need my healing. Take your sickness. I need my blessing. Take your curse. I need what belongs to me. I need what belongs to me. How many of you need to claim something? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We have to claim them. Tell the devil. Enough is enough. I need what belongs to me. I need my, my, my right mind. I need my right mind. Amen. Man. I need peace of, of, of mind and, and I need my heart to be settled. I need my blessings back. How do you do that? By claiming the blood. The blood of Jesus, which was shed for you, and which was shed for me, and you get baptized in the water. There was a girl in Hawasa. She was having a heart uh, trouble. Uh, I think a heart, heart either had a hole or something like that. Since she was a baby. And so she always was sickly. But on the day she was baptized. Hallelujah. Amen. Her mother said, oh, and, and, and herself says, I am, We are giving up this heart trouble. Let God take the heart trouble. When I go in the water, let me come out. Completely set free. The brothers prayed. Prayed for her. That the Lord would heal her. That she would rise up out of the water. A free person. A healed person. Heart trouble. You would need to go to India or some of these specialized clinics. To operate you. Millions. But this girl. All she needed was. Water baptism. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. 
the moment she came out of that water crying and shouting hallelujah she said i'm free and up to this day she is free i met her she's happy she's rejoicing she's 16 hallelujah and she's totally free let me tell you when you obey the word and you confess with your mouth the devil has no control or rights over your life anymore Hallelujah. Amen. All right, let me read a few more things here now. In Genesis 49:3. Reuben, thou you need to be a little fast. Thou art my firstborn, my might, and the beginning of my strength, the excellency of dignity, and the excellency of power, and stable as water, thou shalt not excel. Because thou wentest up to thy father's bed, then defilest thou it. He went to my couch. Tori singa kubanga walinya kuchitanda cha chitawo no chigwagwa waza yalinya kuchiriri change Reuben was the firstborn of Israel Reuben ye yaliyo mberi yaberi wa Israel and he had all these rights as a birthright Era yali no busikabu no bonanga bwe but Reuben Reuben went with Bila who was the concubine of, uh, of, of his father and because she did that she, because he did that he forfeited the birthright he was deprived of the birthright you see yet he was the firstborn and later on we see that Levi Receive some of the rights as priesthood. And Joseph, who was the firstborn in the other woman, the, the younger one. I think her name was Rachel. Rachel. You see, Joseph takes over as Yusuf Yawamba as firstborn. You can see that in First Chronicles chapter 5 verse 1. Now the sons of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel. For he was the firstborn. But for as much as he defiled his father's bed. His birthright was given unto the sons of Joseph, the son of Israel. Don't defile your father's bed. Don't defile your father's bed. You know where your father's bed is? Anybody knows? Right here. Your heart. Your heart. Is your father's bed. He. Yeah. Listen, church. He wants to give you his seed. Right in your heart. The seed of the word. But the people would reject it. And they take in all sorts of doctrines. Wrong doctrines. They put into their hearts. 
wrong teachings like child baptism infant baptism praying through the day Eucharist and all of those Eucharist kind of things things that are not scriptural and by so doing they defile their father's bed they defile their heart what is that? Receiving false teaching. Receiving false doctrine. Instead of receiving the correct. That makes you lose your birthright. Did you know that? That's why you must know the true teaching. How can you know it? Unless you read the word. How can you know it? Unless you come to church. How can you know it? Unless you subject yourself to the word of God every day. Let me tell you church. I have no time. For the worldly movies. For the nobles. For the TV programs. I have no time. My father's bed. I want to keep tuned. To the right source. I have a source, a source of life. I find young people defiling their father's bed with pornography. You're watching on your phone, on your laptop. No wonder. What the devil has done, what Hollywood has done, it has taken a woman. And made her a, 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 a dustbin. This is what pornography is all about. Pornography And you find young people glue to these things. No wonder this is the mind they have on a woman. You find that one will you know, will give one uh, his word and immediately he has left her, he has gone to another one. Immediately he has gone to another one. And good young ladies, godly, spiritual, they suffer heartbreaks simply because these young men have been defiled how were they defiled? They were defiled to think that a woman is a sex object. They have a girlfriend. They want to go with them. They want to kiss them. They want to do this. What happened to Christianity? What happened to Christianity? What happened to the godly way of doing things? There used to be young men who will not touch a woman until they get married. There used to be young ladies who kept their body to themselves and to God until they were married. But what is happening now? Hollywood has defiled our generation. You young people that are here, what are you going to do? Are you going to sell your birthright to this kind of thing? No wonder they will beat their wives. They see them as dust. 
you know, things. What I'm speaking is not new. You know it. Why do we have it in our society? Our society is dying. Why? Because the devil has defiled marriage. The devil has defiled young people. He has defiled homes. He has made marriage something which God never intended for it to be. Marriage is supposed to be entered into advisably and in the fear of God. It must be entered into spiritually. Marriage is a spiritual event. Because it is a type of Christ and the bride. How can you being a believer marry an unbeliever when you know very well Jesus Christ our husband will not marry a, a woman who is defiled. You know that? Jesus Christ. Yes, Christ. He's going to marry a virgin. Jesus Christ. Yes, Christ. He's going to marry a believer. The Bible says he's coming back for a church. A church without spot. A church without wrinkles. A church washed. A church clean. A church perfected. The Lord. Washed in the blood of the Lord. How can you being a young man? think you will settle with one who is not alone. you go marry somebody who doesn't believe you've just condemned yourself to a life of suffering hallelujah hey what I'm preaching I have a biblical basis how many agree with me all right. God bless you. Now practice it. Hallelujah. Amen. It used to be before you engaged a sister, you even fear to call her sweetness. Because you don't want to. But because it's so special. It is so special. It is so spiritual. It so connects the both of you. And it takes you into other realm. Where one word can change the situation. You know that? One word can change the atmosphere. <laughs> one word. I Love you. Did you hear that? How did you feel? It's a strong word. It changes an atmosphere. Sweetheart. I called my wife sweetheart. After we were engaged. For the first time. And she couldn't get over it for a long time. She kept on reminding me. Call me like that again. 
Hallelujah. <laughs> it connects you spiritually. I don't remember the last time I called her Rebecca. Because even when we are not happy with one another, because we are now connected. There is even no way to hit her. How can you hit sweetheart? Imagine you are saying sweetheart. You can't. You are connected. You find people slapping one another. They call themselves pigs. You pig, I told you. Why? They don't value marriage. What? Causes that the devil defiling the very, the very ground and basis of marriage. If you are a young person and you find yourself glued to this kind of uh, 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 you know, sensual videos. Let me tell you, you are selling your birthright. You are just selling your birthright. Come out of that kind of stuff. You are a Christian. You are a child of God. You are supposed to be holy without blemish. You are supposed to be standing for righteousness. Not your own. God is righteousness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then when you marry, you will cherish your wife. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you marry, you will have a real family. Not just a house. Reuben sold his birthright because he defiled his father's bed. Don't defile your father's bed. Joseph took over. Reuben's priesthood too. The rise to priesthood was given over to Levi. In Numbers 8, 18, it says that I have taken the Levites for all the firstborn of the children of Israel. And he says the Levites, he says, these are mine. They are mine. All the others, you can have your portion. You can have your portion. You can have your portion. And when he reached to Levi, he said, as for Levi, this one is mine. Hallelujah. Amen. Meaning, whatever I have, theirs. And that's why God says, bring all your tithes into the storehouse. Who is the owner of those tithes? Some people pay tithe and they don't know. Maybe they don't pay tithe. Maybe they don't pay tithe. Who is the owner of the tithe? Did you know that even pastors must pay tithe? Every Christian must pay tithe. To you who doesn't know what I'm talking about. 10% of your income. 
Go told Israel. All the 10%. All of the other 11 tribes. Bring it to my house. This is mine. Hallelujah. Amen. And then he came back to Levi. He said, now Levi, you remember, I did not give you a portion out there. And I have already told the people, you, you are mine. So whatever I have is yours. You are my firstborn. And everything that comes from the proceeds of tithe, God told them, it's for Levi. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What is that? It is the law of the birthright. It's the law of the firstborn. The firstborn receives everything the father has in a double portion. Plus, we noticed that Reuben was supposed to have all this. Reuben was supposed to have the uh, spiritual authority. And he was also supposed to have the judicial authority. But because of what he did, it was split. Some was given to uh, Joseph and another was given to, um, to Levi. I don't want to be in that situation, church. Where what I what belongs to me is given to another. I want it all. Whatever is mine. I want it all. Joseph received a double portion. The birthright sanctions the blessing. Esau gave away his birthright willingly. And therefore, he promptly lost the blessing. And so, church, we all are born in sin. We are all born by nature under a curse. So, but when we receive the word, and we believe it, and we are baptized, it is the name. By the way, where is power? There is power, sing with me, in the name of Jesus. Sing with me now. There is power in the name of Jesus. Oh, to break every chain, break every chain, to break every chain, to break every chain, to break every chain, to break every chain. So where is the power, church? In the name. There is power in the name. Power in the name. You want to clap your hands? Oh, power in the name. Oh, the... Come on, sing with me now. There is power in the name. Power. Well, power in the name. So what do we do? We magnify the name. Magnify the name. Magnify the name. We magnify the name of the Lord. We magnify, magnify the name. Magnify. We magnify the name of the Lord. Now the power is in the name. I'm approaching in about 15 minutes. I'll, I'll, I'll be done. So I want to 
Uh, I know I always speak for one hour, but now I'm going about a, a hour and a half or so. So uh, um, uh, it's almost an hour and a half. Give me about 15 minutes. Is that okay, church? All right, God bless you. Now, the, the, the power is in the name. Power is not in a church. Power is not in a denomination. My religion. My pastor. My bishop. My this. The power is in the name. Why? Because the name connects us to the birthright. That's why when we baptize, we baptize in the name. And all of you who are here and have not been baptized in that name, you have an opportunity today. We will take you and baptize you in that name. Hallelujah. Amen. Whatever shackle was having, uh, you know, catching your life, it will all break. Not because of me, but because of the power that is in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. I told you the blessing of the Lord, it makes rich. And he adds no sorrow. And in, in Revelation 3, he says, I counsel, I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire that thou may be rich. Hallelujah. Amen. Open your Bibles to Isaiah 55. Quickly now. Oh, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. And he that has no money, come ye, buy and eat. Yeah, come and buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore, do ye spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which is satisfied not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Isaya tano mutano rinyoro soka norokubiri. Mukare brimuntu alumidwe nyonta. Muje eria mazi noyo atalina bigura. Muje mugure murie. Uwewa muje mugure omwenge namata awatali bigura. Awatali muwendo. Ruachi okuwa ye bigura oruebio evitalibia kuria. Ruachi okutega nirevio evita kutibwa. Mumpuli dide dara inze Murie virunji Oburamu wa mwe Busanyukire You will never be satisfied With a pottage of pork of, of, of lentils Poli matira you will never be satisfied with the things the world can give you. But you have a here is an invitation for you tonight. It's an invitation to a blessing. Come. Who is he calling? You that has no money. You that has no money. You that is poor. He's calling you. He says, come. Come and buy. Isn't it satirical? How can you buy with that money? Because you have the money. The money that he will use to buy is the currency called faith. All you need to do is to believe. The work is done. The price is paid. All I believe. Come buy and eat here. Come and buy wine and, and, and buy milk without money. And 
And he asks a question. He says, why do you buy, why do you spend your money for that which is not bread? Somebody tell Jacob, tell Esau. Esau, what is wrong with you? Why do you spend your birthright? Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread? Your labor. Where do you oh God help many of us? How can you spend your labors for that which does not satisfy? And then when you come to church for one, two hours, three hours, you are like, oh, I spend a lot of time. Your labor is not in vain. Hallelujah. Amen. And he says, he can diligently unto me. And that which is good. Let your soul delight itself in fatness. My good Lord. Where is that fatness? The fatness of the revelation of the world. Are you delighted with this? Are you happy with it? Hallelujah. Amen. How many love this fatness? How many are enjoying this fatness? I say enjoy. The more you eat, the more you like it. The more you eat it, the more it is sweet. Hallelujah. Amen. The world can't understand. And we understand this. The world can't understand it. And we understand the world. So I understand if they can't understand it. Otherwise, if they tasted what I am tasting, they would behave the way I do. If they they eat what we are eating, in this message of the hour, they would behave the way we behave. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Incline your ear. And come unto me. And your soul shall live. Brother Ronald. Have you heard? Incline your ear. And your soul shall live. Hallelujah. Amen. And I feel to speak to you, Brother Rona, directly now. For the word of God says, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you. Hallelujah. God wants to make an everlasting covenant. A new covenant. With us. With you, Sister Grace. A new covenant. How many want this covenant? A new covenant. Hallelujah. Amen. And I'll finish with a quote here and a, and a scripture in Genesis 48. Please stand there, verse 17. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. And when Joseph saw that his father laid his right hand upon the head of Ephraim, it displeased him, and he held up his father's hand to remove it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. And Joseph said unto his father, Not so, my father, for this is the firstborn. Put thy right hand upon his head. And his, father's, and his father refused and said, 
I know it, my son, I know it. He also shall become a people, and he also shall be great. But truly, his younger brother shall be greater than he, and his seed shall become a multitude of nations. Yusufu bayalaba nga chitawe asiza omkono gwe ogwadio kumutwe gwa Ephraim nanyiga nastro mukono gwe gwa chitawe okugujja kumutwe gwa Ephraim okugusa kumutwe gwa Manase Yusufu nagamba chitawe enti nedda chitange kubanga oyo yemuberiyeberiye sa omkono gwe ogwadio kumutwe gwe chitawe nagana nayo geranti manyi Mwana wangi, manyi, elana ye alifuka guanga, elana ye aliba mkuru, na ye omwana wa, na ye omwana wabo, ye alifumusinga obukuru. Nezadere, liliba mawanga manji. Hallelujah. I need two brothers here to come quickly, brother. Stand, stand right here, and another one. Stand right here. Now, you who is older, you are older. The older stand right here. Um, and uh, the younger, okay, And here was Manasseh. And here was Ephraim. And Jacob was growing old. He was going to die. So he asked Joseph to bring his children for a blessing. Now, how many know the birthright law? You all now know it. It is that the firstborn must get the right hand because he is the firstborn. The younger gets also a blessing, a portion of it. But this one really gets a portion of it. Alright? Mm. So now here, Kati. when the Joseph brought, he, brought, he knew that. Yusuf and so he brought the two children like this. But the older first in the right hand the older child facing the right hand and the younger one facing the left hand. And he expected the father bless them that. But what did he do? His hands were crossed. Oh! Joseph said, Impossible! He came to take the other way. It was on the heart. Can you refuse to take it down? Father, what are you doing? He said, son, I know what I'm doing. Hallelujah. Amen. I know what, leave me. Let me do this. Let me give him the blessing. 
If he was a Muganda, let me bless him by all means. Let me bless him by all means. I blessed him. I have nothing to do. It is finished. I wish you understand what I'm talking about. What was this? Oh, hallelujah. Talk about divine grace. You're gonna Talk about mercy. This little boy did not, play, did not deserve the blessing of the firstborn. But the crossing of the earth made a way for him. Hallelujah. Amen. What is that? It is talking about the cross. Let me tell you, brother, sister, you may be here today and you don't deserve the blessing of the birthright. But the cross has made a way for you today. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Cross the hands. And he blessed the young. The older here types Israel. And the younger types the Gentiles. We, hallelujah, we are not deserving. The blessing was for Israel. The blessing was for Israel. After all, he's the God of Israel. He's the God of Jacob. He's the God of Abraham. But the blessing was crossed over. Hallelujah. We can now enter in. Amen. Into the blessing of the firstborn. We can now call ourselves the church of the firstborn. And the right hand of Jehovah God is upon us. What? By grace and mercy. Hallelujah. Amen. And the prophet of God says, and Jacob was about to bless them, uh, to bless them. He crossed his hand so that the right hand fell upon the young. And Joseph cried, not so, Father. This is the firstborn to your right. But Jacob said, God crossed my hand. Here in type we see that the blessing which belonged to the firstborn, the Jew, was given over to the younger the Gentile through the cross Amen Hallelujah Hallelujah Oh Hallelujah 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 the cross Where I fast so and ends of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my At this time, I want to make an invitation. To all those who want to have the right hand of Jehovah. Touch them for the blessing of the firstborn. For this birthright. 
Omskabono to be applied upon. Oje jebali. Maybe they would say, "Omori awa inzogamba." I am in a state where I have sinned and I don't deserve this. But from today, I want to give my life to Jesus. I even need to be baptized. I need to receive this Holy Spirit that I had about. Mass is being extended to you by the way of the cross. Let us sing that again. Maybe you close your eyes in prayer. Sing that with all your heart. At the cross. Where I first saw the light. And the burden of my heart, Lord. No matter your sins, there's a perfect life going to cover. You, you want to receive this blessing to accept Christ, to accept the cross that He died for you. Accept baptism in His name. Start this journey. To make up your mind. All the other confidence you have made in the past will not matter. Because this is a superior confidence. I invite you. We have a small place. But slowly I invite you to make, find your way to the floor. As we sing that song calmly. At the cross, at the cross, where I fast. Oh.